This is a download from News Talk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. Off the ball, getting inside the game on News Talk 106 to 108. It's a Thursday night and it's time to welcome John Giles into the studio. Thanks, Owen. Uh, you did, I was about to ask you to enjoy last night, John. It seems funny that it was a 2 0 <laughs> win, but there seemed to be more bad vibes than good surrounding the Irish team. It, at was, the moment. it, it, was, it was a good win, Owen, and you, obviously you want to win matches, but there's, there's, I didn't see, I, I didn't get any satisfaction from it. You know, there was, um, I thought Poland were unlucky to, to go behind and I thought they, they played far better than us. But th- there was no change in uh, approach. Let's put it this way: you know, they, they played big lad up front. Uh, uh, yeah, Connor Salmon. Connor Salmon. And what I saw was what we'd seen before: like a lot of kickouts, long balls up, up to up to him. And uh, like, you see, I always felt in football, on if you, particularly manager of an international team, if you've got a big match coming up, like we have against Sweden, you you play as many players in this particular match. As going to, as is going to play against Sweden. Mm. Now I know we had a few injuries, but as many as you could. And for example, last night we had Cox, uh, Long, Doyle uh, available mm. for selection. Uh, and that's without Robbie Keane. And yet, like this lad Salmon, I, I don't know him. He's, he's a good-hearted lad. Was playing up front for ninety minutes. Mm. You know, now I, I can't see him playing against Sweden. In, in in March. Could you be sure of that, though? I, I'd be amazed. Really? I would be absolutely amazed if he plays against uh, Sweden. Yeah. Amazed. Why I, would Raptor only have given him the 90 minutes? I don't know. Yeah. That's why I'd, I'd, I'd be mystified. I, I, I mean, he does, he does mystify me at times with some of the things he does. But if that happens, I'd be totally mystified. But, um, because in the past, like Cox, uh, uh, I didn't mention the other lad from Stoke. Uh, oh, yeah, John Wal- Walters. Walters. Uh, long that's four and Robbie Keane is five and to play and what it signified last night was I honestly believe that after the European Championship there would be a change of philosophy we'd be more creative in what we're trying to do but last night was big fellow front because I heard him saying to Pep he's a big lad you know well, so what you mm. know I mean does that mean he's a better player than Messi who's a small lad so what it shows is that that's what we're going to do it's going to be knocked up there and that's what happened a lot last night despite the fact that we won you know, we did win the game, and it's always better to win it. But I'd rather see us playing in a certain way and not win the game if it was if it was preparation for the Swedish. If that's preparation for the Swedish match, that's the way we're going to play against Sweden. Yeah, it's interesting you talk about the failure to change tactics in any way because he was asked after the match if he would countenance the idea of three midfielders against Sweden. The idea that everyone would like to see would be Wes Hulen as one of those. And he said, no, if we play that way, Sweden will think we are afraid because we always play with two strikers. So that's what we're going to do over there. It's nonsense, to be honest. It's just nonsense. In fact, there was a big hullabaloo during the European Championships. You were over there uh, after, I think, the first match that uh, we were going to play with one up front. Mm. Remember all the speculation? Yeah. Who was it going to be? Was it going to be Robbie Keane? Was it going to be Cox? Was it going to be who's going to drop... Who's going to drop back? That went on for a week uh, as to who was because we're going to play one up front, yeah. and I think it was Robbie Keane eventually. I, I don't think know he, what, I, don't he, know I think he ended up playing Robbie Keane up front with Cox trying to do the linking, do the yeah, job of two do, men in doing the impossible job. Yeah. I mean, if anybody can do the job of two men, you do it all the time. <laughs> you know? yeah. But it was it was one up front. It was it was Cox going to be dropping deep. It's just it just doesn't make sense. Mm. Uh, and you see, you, you like you you talked there about the tactics you see in the formation. You see, that's that's a bit of a red herring as well. What you what you want to look for, what I'm looking for all the time, and anyway, is the philosophy. 
you know the tactics only the only the tactics are only f- to 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 fulfill the philosophy that you have mm. now the philosophy that Trapattoni's had was was people up front goalkeeper kick them I'm going to kick it as long as we possibly can. I can't see that change. What does his use of Wes Houlihan say about the philosophy then? Because in one sense, here's a creative player, a different kind of player who Trapattoni has brought into the squad and is springing from the bench. But on the other hand, he doesn't seem to say very many nice things about him and he didn't even celebrate his goal. I don't know if you're reading much into that. I didn't, well, I wouldn't be bothered too much about it. But I don't think he wants him. You know, I don't think he believes in the likes of Hulahans. A nuisance, you call them today, or a distraction, sorry, you call them today. A distraction, in the well, a distraction he could do without. Well, yeah, but he's made, he's made, him, made him a distraction because he hasn't picked him. Mm. You know, because what he's saying, like one of the papers, well, maybe we've overlooked him. There's no maybe, he has overlooked him. Mm. I mean, don't we get, like, again, I'll go back to the, 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 this lad, Salmon. He, he gets 90 minutes last night. Hulahan over the last five min- years, didn't get in 90 minutes, Right. He got 20 minutes last night. In fact, Green was on the pitch before him. Yeah. Right? So he's not embracing him. Like, he didn't embrace McLean. McLean or, uh, yeah. last year. didn't embrace Coleman. So uh, if you don't embrace those players, and then you're set with what, what you have, you know, which is a direct, very direct, uh, non-creative situation. Why bring him in at all, then? Why have... Well, maybe, in I'd, say, I'd, say, I'd say since the European Championships there's been a bit of pressure to see change mm. you know and I don't think there's been any real real change unless the philosophy changes the person you might change the personnel uh, but if you don't change the philosophy then the, the likes if you bring Hulan into the team who's, who's small lad creative clever right and you're going to knock it from back to front then He's, he's, he's no good he's no good to you Is that pressure do you think coming from the FAI we know that he sat well, generally, down Generally I think the, the feeling was after the European Championships I mean he said himself well we'll you know there will be change but there might be a few, a few changes of personnel in the mm. team like McCarthy's come into the team one or two other players have come into the team but even last night I can't remember McCarthy really getting on the ball last night despite the fact we won we didn't play in any controlled way you know, so I don't see I don't see any change in it, and I, I think the likes of when McLean came along last year at Christmas time or before Christmas, it, it was as if well I don't want to see Colman I don't want to see him Hulhan I don't want to see him because Hulhan coming on and doing well I I think in many cases could have been an embarrassment to him. Mm, I just find it amazing that he just doesn't say forget about the pressure I'm probably only in this job for another number of months for this campaign I don't like Hulhan so therefore I'm not picking. him. He's a strong manager, Trapattoni. He has a strong opinion of yeah, things. Yeah, well, he could say, well, I don't rate him and he doesn't fit into my plans. Would that not be easier for all concerned than bringing him in the odd time? And uh, Probably, because he, yeah. I mean, he hasn't brought Hulan in the odd time. He's only just brought him in lately. Mm. Like, I mean, Hulan is 30 now. I mean, he's been, uh, Trapattoni's been in the job for four years, five years. Yeah. Five years, you know? And I think if you, after four or five years, you should know every player that's available available to you. And you should know exactly what is your best team, everybody being fit. Now, there's obviously one or two changes you can make if you're bringing in Cox for Walters or Walters or whatever you want to do. But you definitely have in your head, that is my best team. Because you've seen all the players. See, I think the problem with Charlie, he hasn't seen all the players mm. over the last four or five years. So Houlihan is coming in now after four or five years. Salmon is coming in, you know. And this is a match that I think after four or five years, you should know. That's my best team. Now, I know you have injuries, but you can play the players that you know. Because I know from, from being in management with players, when you haven't played for a good while together, all managers have different ways of approaching things. So when the lads go back to their own clubs, 
they get into the habits of that club. So when you bring them together, you play them in the match you can to, to, re, to remind them mm. of what you want from them. Mm. Because they forget after three months or four months. You know, because they're doing it in a different way. Would Trap not be criticised, though, if he just played his first team in this friendly? Would he not be criticised then for not bringing in other young players? Nobody could have done that over the four or five years. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to bring them in the match before a big match. There's been tournaments, hasn't there? There's been friendly matches. You go and see them. You see, if you go and see a player every week, uh, sorry, every time you can, you know, you see all the players that's available to you, you don't have to pick them up. To know that they're not, they're not, they're not what I want. Yeah, you know. But if there's a lad, you say, well, I'll give him a chance. I'll give him a go. I mean, if you if you talk about Hulahan, for example, I mean, Hulahan hasn't. I don't think he's played a full match for Trapattoni. No, that sounds right. I don't think he has. Like he came on for twenty minutes. So, if you've got a player like that, give him a go, and and make make sure. Well, no, he's not. He's not what I want. But I think the fact that he's a creative player, I think he's written them out. Anyway, mm-hmm. I mean, if you've got Houlihan, Houlihan has done more to justify uh, a chance in the team than Salmon has. Yeah. Now, I don't want to be picking on Salmon because he's a good lad and he's an honest lad. I just don't think he's good enough. But he was given 90 minutes last night. <laughs> Houlihan has never had 90 minutes. So he doesn't know what he can do for the team. He just, it's, 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 it's something, you, you never have enough knowledge in football. You know, if you, you see a player, uh, you have preconceived ideas. On, you know, I, I, I was talking to you about a player. When I was going to West Brom, for example, there was a lad called Tony Brown, who was a terrific player. Now, I had a preconceived idea that Tony Brown was finished, mm. right? And I didn't play him early on in the matches. And, and he played because of injury, you know, I didn't have a player. And Tony Brown turned out, like in the two years I was at West Brom as player manager, as my best player, by a long way. Mm. Right. So the, the idea when you go into management is don't have any preconceived ideas. Go and see the players. Have a go. Because there have been plenty of matches over the years that Hulhan could have come into the team. And you could say, well, he's, good, he's better than I thought he was. Yeah. Or he's worse than I thought he was. But you don't know till you try him. But I think with Trapatoni, he's, he's, he's had preconceived ideas from the day he got the job. That I don't want a Hulhan. He'd be an embarrassment because he's a small midfield player. Whelan, Andrews, that's what I want. That's mm. the way we're going to play. And I thought that would change after Europe, but I don't think it has. John, we're going to take a quick break. More on the Irish team. We'll be talking a bit about Jamie Carragher a little bit later on as well after these. Off the ball on Newstalk 106 to 108. We're talking to John Giles about the Irish victory. It's sometimes easy to forget that we won the game against Poland, but more particularly some of the issues surrounding that. One of the players that Trapton was asked about after the match, John, who was absent, was Stephen Kelly. And he said, well, what happened with Kelly was that he told me, I play or I go home, so go home. That's a rough kind of a, uh, summary of what he said there. It seems as though Kelly is another player who he may have fallen out with. Well, there's, there's been quite a few of them, on as we, we I think we talked about in the past. Um, I've forgotten how many of Andy Reid, Stephen Reid wasn't about his knee. Yeah. And, um, Gibson at various times. Gibson has gone home. It is a full team of them if uh, yeah, so some journalists have put together at 11, yeah. You know, I think Trapatoni says, well, I'm not vindictive. You know? <laughs> but I wouldn't like to see him if he was. Uh but he'd be he'd be a, he'd be an old fashioned guy as as I am an old fashioned guy and maybe times have changed maybe in his time if somebody said what Kelly said or did what Kelly said well that's it you're out mm. you know uh, I don't think it should be the case first of all the the I think the 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 disagreements shouldn't arise in the force of this communication between the manager and the player 
um, it shouldn't arise anyway. You know, some of the, the, the misunderstandings that we've had, where there's been too many of those. Yeah, so. Kelly, uh, particularly, is a player who we've never heard anything particularly uh, negative about. He seems to be a good professional and behaves himself, all those sorts of things. Mm. Uh, is it a bit uh, a tricky situation that he's now been kind of dragged in? He's essentially been accused of saying, look, I don't want to play for Ireland. Yeah, well, it shouldn't happen. You know, like there's, there's been too. I said there's too many of them. There's too many misunderstandings, lack of communication. Um, I think it, there, there was a dispute. Remember, he, he wasn't going to travel on one of the to, to one of the trips after the Germany game, and the Faroe Islands was the next match. Yeah, he, it, there was a problem there with Tardelli. There was a problem, and, and he, he, he was going to go home, but the lads persuaded him to go to the airport and go. Um, well, obviously, I, you know, the manager doesn't forget that. Mm-hmm. So if there's if there's any dispute, say, well, okay. Tough. If you don't want to come, that's that's your own fault. Uh, instead of the, I think there should be communication between the management players. Most players, you know, unless you get a really bad one like uh, Balotelli, who just cannot be handled by anybody. Yeah. I think, in my experience of players, anyway, uh, even the ones that appear to be awkward can be handled. You know, with a bit of a personal touch. You, the, most players are not that bad. And so Kelly doesn't seem to be that type of lad. No. Anyway, you know. So you're not feeling great about the games against Sweden and Austria, but it sounds like Well, like what Trapattoni said, well, look, we qualified doing this last time. You know, he keeps saying, and, 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 and I would be one that would agree, well, I don't agree with the way we play, but we've got results. Um, and you, you could say, well, a lot of people would say defending him, well, we got a result last night because we won, won 2 nil. I, I think when we... well. I think it showed we shown up on when we went to the with against the big boys, like in the last qualifying, Russia hammered us mm. twice. We got a miracle result from Russia. When we came against the better teams, like we did in the European Summers, we were we were hopeless. We were showing up because I I, I mean, as an ex player, like throw ins, for example, it's only a small thing. I think we have designated throwers. Right? And I've always believed the first man nears the ball, get on it, get the ball thrown in before the other team while they're asleep. Right. But I've seen it where designated thrower, I've seen McGeady in one of the matches, say 15 yards from the throw, and McGeady actually has the ball. Mm. And Stephen Ward said, put it down. And Stephen Ward, you could have picked it up and thrown it to Stephen Ward, and that's it, finished. Whatever Ward does after that is his own business. Now, uh, I, don't, I don't care whether it's Trapattoni or any manager. To have a designated thrower where you can get the ball is wrong. To have the goalkeeper kicking the ball out from 40 yards from his goal where he, there's two or three players on the ball to get it going... I think that's wrong. And that's what we do. And none of those things have changed enough? No, have I, I thought after it would change. I think when we come up against a better team, and I, I wouldn't be confident yeah. or optimistic about us qualifying. John, the other news today, Jamie Carragher has said that he's going to retire at the end of the season. He said he already had made his own mind up and he just wanted to get it out of the way so there wasn't yeah. speculation, which is probably understandable there. A player you'd have a lot of time for? Ah, yeah. He's, he's, been, he's been like Tony Brown. I talk about West Brom, model pro, one club man, over 700 matches. He's never been in any controversy, Jamie Gallagher. He's one of those as He goes out every time he plays, he gives it everything he's got. He, I think he's been a credit to himself and to the club uh, and to Liverpool Football Club. He's one of those lads. If he were a manager, on, you'd want 12 Jamie Gallagher <laughs> with their attitude. Yeah. You know, he's been, I think he's been a terrific player for him. He's never, I've never seen him where he hasn't given everything that he's got 723 appearances overall he's second only to Ian Callaghan in the all-time appearance table yeah. I saw it written today in an article in the Daily Telegraph that he has probably helped football has changed a lot since his career started and yeah. maybe there's the the bond that might always might be getting lesser and less between the players and the supporters uh, for various reasons in Liverpool uh, 
of all clubs have probably changed quite a lot with new mm. owners coming, all that kind of thing. Maybe there's a bit of a throwback there that he himself and Gerard probably are a bit of a link in that way. Yeah, well, um, I think uh, Carragher more than Gerard because we must remember a few years ago, Gerard almost went mm. to Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was the last minute there was supposed to be some controversy about that as well why he didn't go but he didn't go Carragher never has ever asked for a transfer I wanted to to uh, leave Liverpool and he was he's a Liverpool lad as we know so I mean there's nothing better than having a local lad who wants to play for the club and we, we know over the years there's been what the change has been but there's more foreign players now come into the club the, uh, the, the there probably wasn't as much freedom of contract when Jamie Carragher signed pro for for Liverpool, and he would know of the heroes like you mentioned, Ian Callaghan. Ian Callaghan was my time. I mean, terrific servant for Liverpool. Eight hundred matches, one club man. I mean, they're a dream players for clubs, mm. and y- you don't get so much of them now. You know, we ha- at Arsenal we had um, uh, you know quite a few players. Uh, Tony Tony Adams, oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> for example, who gave everything, really gave everything for the club. Um, and you know you, 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 those players are invaluable to clubs. And Jamie Callagher has, has been one of those players that managers dream about. No trouble, get on with the job, love to play, and actually love to play for the club. You know. Yeah, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with texts and tweets right after these. Off the ball, getting inside the game on News Talk 106 to 108. You can get your texts into John Giles and five three one zero six, or you can follow us on Twitter at Second Captains. The John Paul Green did better than Wes last night. No world beater, but is he better than Glenn Whelan from Anna? Green, Paul Green, yeah. I wouldn't think so. Um, I wouldn't say he did. But he was on the pitch longer than uh, Hulan, but he, he didn't contribute. As much, I think Green is another lad. I mean, he's he's a good pro. He's a good-hearted lad. And there's one thing about the Irish team: they always, all those lads, they always give everything they've got. And that's what I think won the game for them last night. Their commitment and everything else is is always top-notch, and and has been, you know, for Trapatone and for managers before. Like the spirit is always very good with the Irish team, and Green's spirit is very, very good. Um, and but I don't think he, he he's capable of contributing to the team what Hulahan is capable of. Producing. If we were to play three in midfield, uh, I know you said that's maybe a bit of a red herring. Would he be a guy who could just stick at the base of that? Well, I don't believe in that. Yeah. You know, I don't believe the in the holding base. You go where the ball is, and you, you, you like this has come into the game in recent times where the holding player, at one spell, the holding player was the most important player in in the team, according to most critics. But I don't think you need a holding player if it's done properly. Like, it, 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 like if you're playing a two or three in the middle of the field. Like if somebody goes, then the other fella holds, and that he's the holding player. But he's not a designated holding player. And what I find with the holding player is there's nothing expected of him. <laughs> you know, he's not expected to score. He's not expected to make good passes. And the only time he comes into the game is when you've lost the ball. Now, if he's not supporting the player on the ball, there's a good chance that player will lose it. Right? But if he supports him, he's not going to lose it. Mm. So you don't need the holding player. Now you do need players. Some players like are, are more defensive minded. Another, but if it's done properly, if one goes, the other holds. That's the way it always always was. This is Carl from Malahide. What did John think of Autumn Wingy's actions on transfer deadline day? Yeah, he was just stupid. He was stupid, and I think he was badly advised. And I think his agent had a lot to do with it. I mean, uh, uh, Steve Clark, the manager, said, "Well, I think he should change his agent because he was very, very annoyed about what he did." Um, and he said afterwards that uh, he'd been given permission by somebody mm. to go and speak to you, and he never had permission to do it I think the agent said look we'll go down and we'll take a chance on it maybe force uh, West Brom to do to, 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 to agree to the sale 
But he, he, was, he was, what, two or three years left on his contract. Mm. He had no right to go, but unless he got definite uh, approval from the club. You can't talk to the, to the, to the club unless you, the terms have been agreed. So you don't think he was scapegoated? He, he just seemed to be a real laughing stock there. But I would imagine a lot of players and clubs do things that aren't particularly ethical or correct. And you don't to, well, I think there's a lot of that, but you don't drive down to London and, do interviews and, and, and go to the ground and be turned away. You know, like the QPR said, we can't talk to you. We we haven't agreed. The the, the deal hasn't been done. Yeah. Now I think the agent. I'd say the agent would was with him, and I'd say the agents are very influential with these players. You mm. know, where I say, look, we'll go down anyway, and he's he's made a fool of himself, and uh, he was wrong to do what he did. And and West Brom, well, when he came, I sent him home. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Would you agree though, or would you feel that the agents are necessary? If, if the players don't have them, they're in a bit. Of, they're in a yeah, spot. I, but another way, the clubs will take advantage. I think they. I think they. They do. They're needed. Mm. All right, but it's 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 gone crazy. From I don't know if you ever read a book by Tom Bauer. Did you? The Broken Dreams was that it? Something like whether what he was talking about the agents and, yeah. and, and what what a lot of the agents do. You see, they they they're, they're well in with a club, or yeah. and what the the clubs are scared of them because they they can turn the player off joining the club. You know, but they can come in on deals that they're, they're no part of. Mm. You know, like in the book, and I, I believe it to be true that there's an agent. He's no part of the deal, but he but he knows the manager or the chairman of the club that's doing the deal. And see, there's a lot of unfortunately, I, I won't get myself. But I think there's a lot of corruption in it. You see, mm. like where the agents come into it is that if he's doing a deal with the manager and the chairman of the club, and he can he can do the deal. You know, he can he can say to the if you deal with me, I'll make sure that you get, and I'm paid say a million and a half because somebody got a million and a half. I'll make sure certainly that money comes back to you. Mm. So the guy who's the the, the legit, legitimate agent is out of the deal because right. the chairman and the manager say, okay, we don't, we won't deal with him anymore. That's what yeah. it's here, Harry Redknapp. It's 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 war out. So there. they're yeah. So they're ne- they are necessary agents, and some of them are fine. But then you well, get these for the wrong reasons. Yeah, you know. Uh, there was one here. Who then is new? Andy Reid for John and his pals. Where is the great Andy now? Says Kieran. Well, the great Andy might be playing in the Irish team if he had been encouraged to play in the Irish team at the time when he was uh, doing it. I think that's a little bit unfair because Andy Reid was was a good player who was I think was was. We talk about the, the the row now with Kelly. Mm. I mean, this was a row that wasn't supposed to be personal. But Andy Andy Reid deserved to have an opportunity to play in the Irish team, just as Hulahan has has done as well. And if any other players come along, well, then I'd say I would say, give them a chance. You know, you can't write write Hulahan off if he hasn't been given a chance. One more text is from Ulton. Is John looking forward to the end of the trap era? Well, I wouldn't say I was looking forward uh, to it, Owen, but I I'm not optimistic about and. Haven't been since the European Championships. I don't think we played well, uh, attractive football or really good football, but we qualified, uh, and that was the, the end. Res- the end result is the end result that we qualified. But once we got into that uh, particular uh, tournament, we were awful, and I don't think we've been good since. But I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that we go to Sweden and beat Sweden. I hope we qualify again. Yeah, oh, I do really do. I do- I'm not optimistic about it, but I'd, I'd, I'd love us to do it. Uh, maybe just one more final one. I don't know if you saw the rugby last weekend, Ireland against Wales. I saw the second half. Yeah, did John see Simon Zebo's flick last week? His back heel. That was actually in the first half, so you might not. Have I, seen I it. missed that. No. And will we beat England? Was the second part of that question. Well, I don't know anything about yeah. rugby. I wouldn't even give. I wouldn't give an opinion. But what I did see in the second half was the, the Irish team when they had to defend, defended brilliantly. Now and I don't know anything about rugby, but I know that, that like to do what they did, there was good discipline about them, and that's the. 
can be the hardest part of yeah. the game, you know, which was great. So uh, hopefully we won't have to defend as much this weekend. No, exactly. Play well, more well, like well, maybe we can do what they did, get 30-odd points <laughs> and, and then, then have to defend for the second half. But it meant that they could do both. Yeah. That's, what I'm, that's the point. Sounds good, John. Thanks so much. Thanks, Owen. We'll get straight to the news. Thanks for listening to this News Talk 106 to 108 podcast. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie.